This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. You're listening to Kelly from the Tron on Free FM 89.0, kicking off the latest podcast with strangely arousing Archika.
rousing are a five piece from Auckland who dropped three new singles in 2020 with an album on its way in 2021. That's a little bit more moodier than uh, the other tracks um, a strong bassline there too but if you want to hear more from Strangely Arousing you can hear them on Spotify um, and keep tuning in each week to uh, Kelly from the Tron on Free FM because I will definitely be sharing new music as it comes up from those guys but kia ora no mai Kelly from the Tron a weekly Free FM radio show and podcast with news, views, events and music curated for the good people living in Kitty Kitty Roa Hamilton over the last two weeks, I shared 10 of the best New Zealand roots, dub, reggae, blues, funk or indie tracks released in 2020 with artists like Troy Kingy, Strangely Arousing, who you just heard, Cloak Bay, Messiah, um, Summer Thieves, Mucka Road, uh, Black Seeds. Um, you can catch on up on those podcasts on Spotify, iHeartRadio, Luminary or wherever you get your podcasts, including freefm.org.nz. This week, a uh, complete change of pace. We're going to be looking at the year ahead for the show, um, particularly around uh, the goal of uh, me using this platform, which was to increase representation and participation in local government. I know that doesn't sound as exciting as new music, um, but it is at the core of uh, why I come into this studio each week uh, to record the podcast. So a bit more of that. We've also got music from Troy Kingy. Um, and Dr. Recknor, and if I get time, I've also got one from Fat Freddy's Drop in there as well. Uh, keeping up with the dub vibes, really. It is summer after all. Uh, but as I mentioned, the goal for me coming in to uh, record Kelly from the Tron each week is to increase awareness of what's happening with local government and to encourage uh, more of us to be represented in uh, in those councils and also to participate in the decision-making uh, that happens. And that's something that has been going on on the show over the last four years. So I have to admit, 2020 was a year I thought I'd give you and me um, some a bit of time out from politics and focus on the happy stuff like uh, arts and music. There'll still be a little bit of that throughout the show this week as well. But we are back to politics this year. Why? Uh, the reasons why I do this and why I think encouraging um, participation and representation in local government is really important is because I see it as one way of many that um, we can empower the community to use their voice um, and be heard in the decisions that matter for them in their day-to-day -day life. And why is that so important? Because at the moment, a lot of the decision-making and power is held by um, a few and uh, it's in my opinion, and I'm sure yours as well, that the more of us that have a say in what's going on, um, the better that is. And when I say the better that is, I mean we're going to have uh, better, better decision making and uh, better, I guess, um, support for the initiatives that are happening around us in our community. Um, we're more likely to be engaged and support and volunteer our time, perhaps, um, to make those initiatives happen and we'll talk a little about, about what those initiatives might be uh, pretty shortly but ultimately it's a one way that or one tool that we can use to make sure we are heard because we all matter. Um, another one of the goals as well as empowering the community to use their voice is to support uh, representative leadership. 
to what that might look like um, and something that we've discussed a lot on the show over the last couple of years is supporting um, what is usually called diversity in uh, council and and I say what is usually called diversity in council uh, but I've actually found a lot of people finding that an uncomfortable term and I find that interesting but to pander to that uh, we'll call it um, more representative leadership and so more representative leadership is automatically going to be uh, a more diverse leadership but uh, in a sense it's meaning that the people again who are making the decisions for us at a local level um, things to do with our water things to do with our roads things to do with our playgrounds sports grounds um, libraries, community spaces, um, is making sure that those decisions are made by people who might look like us, have our views, our values, our shared ideas and vision for the city. So when just a small um, demographic, uh, demographic of the population has power, um, we just don't have the, uh, I guess, the wide range of skills, the wide range of views that we need to make better decisions for all of us. So once we see an elected council that looks somewhat like what the uh, community and the city population looks like, we are more likely to get much better decisions. Why local government? Well, yes, I know it's a lot more interesting to focus on central government. Um, there's a lot more in terms of uh, I guess the bigger issues that are focused on in central government but I like focusing on local government because I think it's sort of been underrated in many ways and people have sort of just left uh, councils and the mayor to do what they like without really thinking much about it but local government uh, makes decisions that impact on us on a really acute day-to-day -day level from when we um, run our water in the taps and from when we um, leave our house to, to go to work or school or to wherever it is that we spend our day. And so those decisions really matter to us and, and how we live our lives and the livability of our cities and, um, yeah, the quality of our life in, in a much... Um, more acute way than the decisions made by central government. Another reason I really like what hap um, focusing on local government is because it's manageable, which might seem a little bit like low-hanging fruit, but you can have a much, uh, you have a lot more access to um, the decision making at a local government level than what I feel as if you can at a central government level. That's not to say that I don't think that we should all do what we can to influence central government decisions. But I think uh, local government is a really, a really nice way to see change. Potentially, we could be seeing change a lot faster. Um, if we focus on a local government level. But again, that involves us paying attention to what's happening and actually having our say. And as I said, ultimately, this is about improving the decision-making by councils uh, with making sure that there's diversity in thought um, and the best ideas for more of us. So that's, I guess, in a sense, why we're doing this. We're focused on what's going to make um, Kirikirito or Hamilton a better city to live in, and we're um, doing that so people can see that they really can make a difference. Um, and while I understand that uh, things like time and energy can um, reduce your ability to um, get out there and um, make change happen, it is something that is accessible as well. 
in that same sense. So that's why we're looking at local government this year. We're looking to increase representation, um, and that'll mostly come about with the elections in 2022. Yes, I said it. I'm already thinking about local government elections in 2022, and also we'll be doing that by uh, participation in local government, and that's not just voter turnout that's uh, impacting on the decisions being made on a regular basis. So let's uh, just talk briefly about what we've already done over the four years that I've been paying attention to what's going on and doing what I can do to help to encourage uh, both representation and participation. Um, Well, for a start off, in the 2019 election, we saw an increase in participation and representation in our um, Hamilton City Council and Waikato Regional Council as well, I should actually add, uh, because uh, this show is focused on what's happening in Kirikiridor. So that was a win to start with, and there are many, many reasons why that happened, uh, but let's uh, leverage off that win and make sure that uh, we don't go backwards in 2022. So um, I think we went up about 5%. For voter turnout, it's still really low. Don't get me wrong; it's still about thirty-eight percent, but it's certainly an improvement, and it stopped the downward trajectory that we'd been seeing in past elections. We improved representation with a better gender balance around that table, and that's a really big one as well. But we still have work to do, uh, particularly in making sure that we don't go backwards in twenty twenty-two. One of the biggest things, um, or campaigns that happened over 2020 was uh, encouraging the Hamilton City Council to change to single transferable voting for the 2022 election. So what that means is it's not first past the post, we'll be voting differently, it's proportional representation and we are more likely to see a council that looks like us. So yes we had some wins in 2019 but this is making sure that the voting system is fairer for more of us. So that was a great win as well and I'm um, looking forward to the Hamilton City Council coming up, some really good education so we can all understand uh, what the benefits of voting STV but also reminding people that this year, um, sorry in 2022 when we vote we'll be vote differently to what we've been doing in the past Finally, the council that we currently have elected at Hamilton City Council is listening more than we've seen in the past, or certainly it appears to be so so um, hopefully we can continue to encourage that and engage with them so that it's not a fruitless task on their part. Uh, But more about that a little bit shortly. We're going to go to a track from Troy Kingy. You're listening to Kelly from the Tron and Free FM 89.0. When you're first and I'm last 
play these games Cause I'm sick of living in this manufactured shame I ain't in the lobby They've come to extract the proof While a child he has no food He's taking what ain't yours But now we won't It's the mirror smoke How can we see the same truth When you're first and I'm I'm an ancient Polynesian for a reason Unaware of the temperature, better check the season yeah. Why they wanna come with that namasati? Nothing in your fruit bowl, G This peach is yours for free Nothing in your fruit bowl, G This peach is yours for free chose that track How Much Fruit from Troy Kingy for a synergy with uh, my own reflections and realisations of the impact of colonisation and what that means for me and all of us moving forward as we have to seek what is fair and just instead of kicking it under uh, the table. Released in July 2019, How Much Fruit uh, featuring Mellow Downs is from Troy Kingy's Holy Colony Burning Acres, the reggae album in his 101010 Project, one of my favourite albums. I'll continue to the, use this show as a way to share our history throughout the year uh, because it matters. And you can hear more from Troy Kingy on music platforms like Spotify or Live at Sound Splash if you have tickets. But before that track, you're listening to Kelly from the Toronto Free FM 89.0. I summarised the goals for the show for 2021, which is to continue to encourage representation and participation in local government here in Kirikiriroa. Uh, we had improvement in the council elected in 2019 in terms of gender balance and less idiots and also increased voter turnout. Uh, but the work continues. So how do we do that? 
Uh, well, for starters, we need to know what's happening. We need to read the news. We need to ask questions of the mayor and councillors who are all extremely accessible to you and me. So I'll continue uh, to do interviews with the mayor each month on uh, the free breakfast on a Tuesday, but also be interviewing uh, the mayor, councillors and other political peeps uh, on the show so that um, if you have any questions for them, uh, any issues, please let me know. Get in touch. You can contact me on social media, Facebook and Instagram. We also need to understand how we influence change in local government. And that's from uh, things like Voting, pretty easy, but that's voting for the people to make decisions for us. We need to go a little bit further ahead. And while I don't like to call it lobbying, lobbying is actually really quite useful. Letting the councillors know or being really loud about the issues that matter to you, tagging them into posts on social media. If you see one on the street, just quickly tell them what it is that you're after at the moment because uh, they will make the decisions that they hear you um talk about and the issues that they that you that matter to you but they need to hear you to be able to do that uh, one of the easiest ways and the way that they probably most prefer is through submissions um now on the hamilton city council's website you'll go to tab it's like have your say and it's uh, issues that are open uh for consultation you can have your say on those i'm going to talk about the biggest one of the year in a moment but something that you may not know is at the start of every council meeting, and there's a list of those on the City Council's website, um, if you have a burning issue that is going to be coming onto the agenda of a particular council meeting, you can speak in the public forum first, um, which is from 9.30 to 10 o'clock in the morning, but that issue has to be relevant to that day's meeting's agenda. So, for example, if you are sick of our really bad cycle infrastructure in the city and they are having a meeting about infrastructure, you could head along and have your say uh, for about three to five minutes. You just go in and tell them how you're feeling, why you feel that way and what you want them to do about it. So the public forum is a really good way uh, for you to let the councillors know what's um, important to you and also it keeps it on the record as well, which is a little bit more above board than doing some lobbying and emails behind the scenes. Now, as I mentioned, uh, the big one this year for our City Council and the Wakato Regional Council as well is that they'll be working on their 10-year plan. So uh, the 10-year plan is reviewed every three years with the annual plan tweaks the budget. Uh, but the 10-year plan is the really important one for you to get into because it sets the sort of uh, long-term, although 10 years is a very long, long-term vision for the council and the um, the path that they are on. So it's a really key one to get involved in. Um, in about February, we'll start to hear a little bit more from the council about that. And I'll be using this show to let you know about the issues that are up on the 10-year plan and if the issues that you care about aren't in the 10-year plan draft as it is at the moment you do have your opportunity to have a say I'm always um, happy to um, help guide you through the process because I know it can be intimidating to figure out what to do you can get in touch through social media but I'll be talking you through that 10-year plan and how to influence changes if you don't like what you see in front of you and it does matter Um, we can get tied into things that perhaps we don't want to see in our city or perhaps expenses that we don't want to incur for our city as well, so crucial. 
Uh, politics on the Tron has been in a bit of a hiatus over the last year, um, but we'll be getting them reinvigorated. So if you uh, are able to help, usually through social media contact or perhaps organising events and so on, please get in touch with me via social media or through the Politics on the Tron page. All help gratefully accepted. We've got a website, politicsonthetron.co.nz, which I'm paying for, but we're not actually using so it'd be nice to get some content on there so if you feel like creating content for the website get in touch um some of the issues that i personally will be keeping an eye on uh with that 10-year plan is bill cottage uh i actually don't think that's in there but we are looking at having it made accessible to the community and eventually made into a, a house museum so if you're interested in hearing more about that you can find bill cottage on facebook and i'll uh, keep you updated on the show. The restoration of local uh, Rotorua um, is key. It's disgusting how bad that lake is, and I do think the council needs to be doing more about that. So we'll be looking at getting a bit of funding in the ten-year plan for that. But as always, we'll be looking at more funding for cycleways, gully restoration, public transport, and one that's not really on the radar, but I have at the back of my head is um, wanting to see uh, Maori wards introduced for Kiri Kiri Rua. No, Tikonihira. Now, I'm not quite sure if everyone's ready for it yet, but other councils have already started to do so, and I think it's only a matter of time that it happens. So, you know, get used to it if you're not really into the idea. It will happen. But that's it for now. That's sort of shaping up what the year ahead looks like. We're increasing participation and representation in local government. I know it sounds really boring, which is why I'm putting music in the show as well. But also a couple of events. I need you to save the date, Monday, March 8th, for the Voices of Women event at the Meteor Theatre. You can keep tabs of that through Kelly from the Tron. Uh, And that's where we're looking at, again, participation and representation in local government or perhaps another issue still to be confirmed. But save the date, Monday, March 8th. Peter Kutcher event's happening, uh, which is Kitty Kitty Roy Hamilton's favourite storytelling event. We've got a free event happening at Victoria on the River on Saturday, March the 6th. And again, one is part of the Cambridge Autumn Festival on March 23rd. There will be more dates, but stay tuned. I'll let you know about those as they happen. Now, just quickly, Waifakareke are holding an extra working bee tomorrow, the 9th of January. Head along from 9 o'clock to help out. She's just meeting at the car park opposite, opposite Hamilton Zoo. Speakeasy Jazz happening at, uh, on Sunday, 2 to 5 at Navarra Lounge, $5 entry. We've got Fred on their Take Me Higher tour coming to Kirikirito next week with support from JP and Drag Kings and also Retro Valley. Tickets from Under the Radar for $10. That's Wednesday the 13th of January at Navarra. And Alice and... Alice in Wonderland Jr. from Hamilton Music Theatre is happening at Rivoli Theatre from the 19th till the 23rd of January. Uh, they always put on a really, really awesome show. Um, so make sure you head along and support them. But that's it for me for this week. Get in touch via social media if you have anything to say. But uh, thank you for your continued support. Mahi to Free FM for providing, providing a platform for independent community media. Leaving you now with a little bit of Advocate from Wellington's Dr. Recknor. You come.
cannot judge you, I cannot sleep at night. We know playing games of who's wrong. For more episodes, use the accessmedia.nz app for iOS and Android devices, or subscribe to this podcast via Spotify, iHeartRadio, or Apple Podcasts. This free FM podcast was brought to you with support from New Zealand On Air.